Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Today on the podcast, we're talking about leveraging promotions. There are a lot of ways to promote your resources throughout the year to keep sales up after the back-to-school rush. Join in on the conversation about this in our mastermind group at growwithusmastermind.com. You can find the show notes and any links we discuss at growwithuspodcast.com. Hey, Angie. Hey. Happy back to school. Are you excited? I am. And I was just crazy here because all sports and everything started too, but I'm ready. (laughs) At least you have your days back. Have some work time now. I'm excited about that because I felt like I lost you over the summer to your children. Yeah. It's getting a little jealous. <laughs> they take so much time and I just use them as an excuse all summer mostly too. I know. Like, oh yeah, my kids won't let me work. I had to like <laughs> take them to get ice cream. Yeah. And-, and then people are like, how old are your kids? And I say, well, they're nine and 14. <laughs> oh, they can't entertain themselves. So yeah. Okay. No, I, you know, I had to get ice cream and go swimming with them and go to a movie. I like do. they just can't do those things by themselves. Otherwise <laughs> they want to be on screens the whole day. They just need to be around me. Yeah, no, that's true. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. I mean, we've been back to school for a while here, so we're, we're good. It's still hot. We're just waiting for it to cool down. But I mean, we're already doing like Halloween stuff. I saw that and I was like, it's a little early for Halloween stuff. It's not even cool enough here for Halloween stuff. Oh, it's like 115 degrees here. (laughs) I'm just so over the summer that I'm like, all right, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, let's do it. (laughs) So we just were into it. We already bought Halloween costumes for the kids. They're going to be mouse and cookie. Oh my goodness. uh, From the, if you give a mouse a cookie book, which they love. So cute. There's also a TV show for it. Is there? I did not know that. Yes. It's an Amazon original. So it's very cool. But yeah, so that's what they're going to do. So we're already in in like fall mode here because we've been back to school for like a month, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A little over a month, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just back to our normal stuff. Normal routine. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this topic because I feel like after the back to school rush, like, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we just, it, it takes so much effort that you do all the things and then back to school's over. Like it's officially over, I guess, this week because yeah. everybody's back to school. Yeah, like I saw the last of the back to school pictures today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what now? Like yeah. everyone's in school. So what do I do next? So I definitely have it on my list for this year to be doing promotions throughout the year that aren't necessarily just that big back to school season. Cause I feel like there were like a thousand giveaways. Yeah. I think, I think doing it at that time, you just kind of get lost in all the shuffle too of everyone else doing promotions. I just saw so many of them and, and I think it's harder to stand out during back to school time for sure. Yeah. I think if, if it's back to school time or any time around the other sales or any sort of holiday, you definitely have to do something different if you want to stand out. So that's why I kind of like doing promotions that aren't during those times. You know, they're not holiday. They're not back to school. It's just, uh, we are doing this promo this week, a giveaway, a deal or whatever, and just do something fun. 
um, and nobody else is doing them. So yeah, and I love like how appreciative some of the teachers are. They love you know when you're doing different promotions, and it's not necessarily just giving away free resources or you know having flash freebies. They are excited about a whole week of fun or whatever you have planned. So I'm excited to talk about this because I definitely want to get some more you know, smaller promotions going throughout the year. And then maybe um, a few of our, our group promotions that have done well for us in the past. Yes. Yeah. Let's, so let's start with group promotions because those are, I have a love hate relationship with those. I love working with other people and also getting the word out to new people who haven't seen me before is really nice, especially because they're mostly free. When you compare them to like a Facebook ad, they're much cheaper if you're just pitching in some money. Uh, But also they're a lot of work. And sometimes if the person organizing them isn't super organized, it it can be a little bit stressful and depending on what you do. (laughs) Yeah, it can get really hectic. It definitely have to be organized. And I think just participating in a variety of promos have helped us to be able, when we do our promo, our group promos, that, you know, that really helped me be able to figure out what we need to be more organized on so that people want to be in your promotions as well. And, and you can um, work together to make stuff happen. Yeah. I think the last five years of me complaining about certain things about promos, like, oh, I hated this or, oh, I hated that has really made it so that I know exactly what I don't want to do when it comes to group promotions. And so I think that I prefer to organize them myself, maybe because I'm a little bit of a control freak, but also because there are just certain things that I don't want to do. And I really like to keep them simple. I think the more um, complex they are, the more stressed out I get. Uh, So I definitely think that organization is really important. And sometimes when somebody else is running it, I have a really hard time letting go. Yeah, I think that's part of our personalities too. I'm definitely anal and like wanting it to be the way that I want it to be and nothing against anyone else. And that's just why like I, we run our own every so often because I definitely like having that control, but it is fun to participate in others when you get invited to other people's group promotions. You know, I really like my reason for saying yes to a lot of them is if people are in the same grade levels as you. I don't think it makes sense to do group promotions with just a group of a variety of sellers, like, but it definitely works so nice when you are picking a span of a few grade levels and and you're working with all people in those grade levels that all have resources that fit the needs of teachers in those grade levels. Yeah, I totally agree. So back in the day, it used to be just whoever you could find, get together, do a promo, and that was great. But you had like you were getting like kinder all the way up through 12th grade followers. And I mean, that's not really very targeted. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the more targeted you are with the promo, the more likely you are to have subscribers who are actually going to be customers. So I think I really like when you get a group together that has a similar grade level. So we always do upper elementary. And also I pay attention to what each person that we're adding to the group does as their specialty. So I know a lot of times people are very concerned about sharing followers with somebody who has a competing product. So for me, I like to participate with people who have things that I don't really cover well in my 
store. So although I do have a lot of different random stuff from back in the day, yeah, <laughs> um, there's like certain things that are my really like important things that I sell that I'm known for. And so having people who are known for other things is not only great for my subscribers, but it also makes me not really concerned about the whole competition fact, which I've never been kind of the person to be concerned about it as it is. Uh, but it is also nice to just have a variety of, of things, especially if you're doing a promotion where you're not just doing a giveaway, but you're doing some sort of sale. So if you're doing a sale where you're all doing like a, a half off a bundle sale on Monday and then a uh, your store is on sale Tuesday or you're doing a dollar deal Wednesday. When you're doing those kind of promotions, you definitely need to make sure you have a variety of resources when you're looking at your group because you don't want every, you don't want people to have competing products. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And it does make it a little bit more challenging to find people to work with. Another thing when, and when we're looking for people to work with, I I definitely pay attention to how they've participated in other giveaways I've seen them in. You know, did they? Oh, yeah. Did they actually post the images they were supposed to post? Or did they, you know, go in and and um, comment on the other ones? You know, I really look for people. I try to look for people that I know are good participators in giveaways, too, because you're you're organizing it all or we're organizing it all. And and then I like to find people that are actually going to follow through with what they say they're going to follow through with, which is harder than it sounds. But um, oh, it really is. Oh, we talked about making a list. Remember last time we could we had a really hard time, yeah, finding people, and we talked about making a list of people in the past promos because we have such terrible memories that because there there are some people who participate in promos and they give a hundred and ten percent, and then there are some people that you invite for a promo and you're really excited because they have a big following and you love what they do, but then they don't participate like with, as much as other people do. And so it just ends up being this thing where you need to try different people with you and then keep track of which ones are, are really giving their all so that you make sure you have kind of equal buy-in. Um, but another thing too that we struggled with last time was we didn't want to do every promo with the same people because then you're reaching the same audiences. So we try to mix it up and do group promotions with new people, but then you don't really know uh, what those people are like. So it's a little bit nerve wracking. And we did we did put a feeler out there in our group last time, and we did get a few new people we've never worked with before, and it turned out really good. So yeah, it's definitely great to find try to find a variety of people to promote with. You know, you keep that running list going of the the best uh, people to work with, but you know, you got to bring in new people sometimes and see how it goes because you you keep just sharing the same audience, then it might not work out. But if you wait long enough, then you can, you know, ask those same people again. I find like that uh, we've had a lot of success with our promos because of how much the people we have chosen really do participate and do all of the social media posts, the emails and everything to make it super successful. Yeah, I agree. And I think there we we usually do two maybe three promos a year that are really big that we've had 
the same or a lot of the same people in. And as long as you spread them out, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, because they are, you know, you're getting new, new followers, they're getting new followers. So in six months, when you do another one together, then you all have new followers. So that's really nice. One thing too, I think is important to think about with the group promos is that if you are doing group promos, it's important to space them out or do things different each time. We've in the past done some group promos too close together. And the second time we did it, it wasn't as successful because our audience had just participated in one that was similar and it wasn't really as fun or engaging for them. Exactly. We've learned a lot from doing these promos and and before I would have sales, you know, I've really only participated in the four TPT sales. And really, I only do maybe two, whatever our promos are, I do maybe two or three other sales a year. But I think that they are so much more successful than when I used to try to have a sale on my own because we are sticking with those same grade levels and everybody stores on sale at the same time and they can really shop through and click around in all our different stores and find stuff for sale that they like because those are definitely are becoming really good sales days for me when we do the promos and include a sale during the time. I think that really works well when you are in a group of people and people can kind of look through and find multiple things in their grade levels. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, the the most important thing when you're looking at your group promo, other than having the right people, that's really important too, is knowing what your goal is for the promo. So before you join anyone's promo or before you create your own promo, what are you trying to get out of it? And that's really going to drive not only the people you choose, but what you're doing for the promotion. So are you giving away something for free? Are you doing some sort of discounted resource? Or is it just a giveaway where there's one winner? I think that I've participated in a lot of different ones this year. I've done a lot of the really quick and easy Instagram giveaways where all you do is post the picture and that's it. Yeah, (laughs) Those are really great. For those, the only goal is really to get followers. And for me, I participated in five of those back to back and finally hit my 10K and got my swipe up. So that was really, yeah, that was great. And for our group promos where we're doing something more complicated, we've done, the last one we did was, was focused on getting, using, leveraging email subscribers to not only get sales, but get new followers on TPT. So that one we've done a few times before. We've done it with different people. And I just love it because we have five days and each day has a different goal. Um, So what do we do? Okay, so we started with, I hope I'm going to remember this, right? (laughs) Because what did we start with on Monday? Day one was a flash freebie. Yes. So day one was a freebie. Yes. That was a really, I think that was a really good choice because starting off by giving everybody on all of our email lists a bunch of free resources was a great way to make people happy and also get them there because we started off with something free. Like why wouldn't they click? Yeah. And they can see the quality of our paid resources by sticking to, and we stick to like a three to $5 resource. We don't want to give any away anything super expensive or anything that required tons and tons of work, you know, but it helps to them to see a paid resource as opposed to, you know, just another one of your freebies, which they could go and see anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I I saw a lot of good sales after that because mine was a part of a of a bundle or bigger product line. So it kind of introduced people to that product line. So that I think was a great choice. We had we had thousands of downloads for for each of those. 
So that was really good. And then, so the next day we did a a 50% off bundle and each of us did a different bundle. That was my best sales day of the entire week. That worked out really well. Yeah, that day was really good. And it really depends. I mean, I've tried so many different approaches when it comes to the 50% off bundle. You really try have to try to experiment a little and see which bundles are going to work there. You know, I, sometimes I would think, oh, let me give this super huge bundle half price. They're going to get so much and it's going to be an offer they can't refuse, but it was still more than they probably wanted to spend. So those bigger bundles didn't really work for me personally. It was when I kind of stuck to bundles that were in the 10 to $20 range, like smaller bundles. Yes, agreed. And then I, I mean, I sold those like crazy. Yeah, I agree. That is the good range. Um, I think if you, if you're somebody who has a really amazing following and people know and trust you that you could definitely probably do that, do a higher one. But for a lot of the subscribers that we have coming to this, they haven't seen us before because they're from other people other other people's followers. So I think doing a more expensive bundle half off for a promotion is probably better when you're doing an individual promotion on your own with your own email list. So these collaborative ones having a lower price bundle, I think is better. And then, so what do we do Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday was the sale. Wednesday, Thursday, sale. So we did a sale on our stores. 20% off everything. Yeah, that went really well. I think the second day was not as powerful. I think having it two days was too long. So I'm definitely thinking about it next time, what we could do for either Wednesday or Thursday to mix things up and just have a one day sale. And then Friday, we did a flash giveaway as like a reward for people who had stuck around the whole week. And so that was cool because we had lots of entries and then we each, I think last time we did um, Instagram follow for that, right? That was what we wanted people to do. That was our goal. Yeah. I mean, we just choose something different on that Friday giveaway that we kind of just want as a mini goal and just get people following us somewhere. Yeah. And it needs to be easy. That's the thing is it needs to be easy for people. Yeah, easy and try to mix it up because I did have some people, I think we did Instagram two times in a row, which I didn't realize, but I had some people complaining that they said they don't have an Instagram. So I told them next time we mix it up and and do something else. But um, this promotion for me was the last one we did was in August and it was four out of the five days were my highest sales days besides the the big TPT sale, sales days. So I feel like it was amazing. successful to do it different ways. And it's not always about just giving away the free resource because the sale days, the days that we had the 20% off were, were my actual two best days of that week. So it really just depends. I mean, what, what you're, it really can change depending on what your freebie was. And I try to connect things. So I, I try to give the the freebie connects to the bundle that I do 50% off on what whatever, but then that's like a mini bundle. And then I, then on the sale days, then 20% off of everything. So if they liked those first two things, then they can get, grab a couple other things that are in that product line or, or whatever for the other days. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and it does take a lot of trial and error, especially when you're setting up a new promo. Like I don't, 
although we're sharing what we did each day, I don't think replicating that is necessarily going to give people the same results because there were a lot of things that we did in addition to that. But next time we're going to do it different because we like to try new things and see what works best. So I think that really the main thing with group promotions is making sure you have the right group of people, you know what your goals are, and it's well organized. Yes. Those three things I think are so important. So let's talk about individual promotions because this is something that's on, I'm starting to calendar these out for the year because I want to make sure that I am not only leveraging my email list properly and my social media, but doing things to drum up sales in between our quarterly sales. Uh, so we had, let's start with email list promos because we had Nikki from the Sprinkle Top Teacher. We had her last episode and she talked about a promotion she did for her email list where she did, was it five days of freebies? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And so she was using that to get people subscribed to her email list, but she was giving them free resources that were actually paid resources. And I think she was using that not only to get people on her email list, but to probably sell product lines too. I'm sure whatever she was giving away was part of product lines. So that was a great episode. For anyone who hasn't listened to that one, you definitely need to. But there's so much you can do with your email list as far as individual promos go. And I have a lot on my list, but I'm not really sure which ones I'm going to try. But my first one that I've have done already it this year is a flash deal where for 24 hours I've discounted a bundle and that helped with sales quite a bit. Although there were a lot of people the day after who were like, oh, I missed it. But that's, if it's not flash, they won't, they're not going to feel any reason to get on there and buy it quickly. Exactly. Definitely the flash deal. I mean, I was always surprised when we would do the flash giveaway on our group promotion on Friday of how many people, you know, stuck around all week and still entered that flash giveaway because, you know, just because of that time sensitive nature, I think they felt like they had to go do it right away. So flash definitely helps. Yeah. And I noticed when, you know, when you do giveaways with a group and you're doing like a seven day giveaway or like a four day giveaway, you notice that like the last two days is like trickling in and the first, first day seems to be when most people actually do the giveaway, like participate. So that's why I think these flash giveaways and flash deals are, are really powerful. So for me too, something that I did that I'm going to use all year is I had a graphic designer make me a flash deal template. And all I have to do is drag and drop the cover of the resource into it. Yeah. And so I have a Instagram size one, which I use on Facebook too. And I have an Instagram story and I have one that's for my newsletter. And they're just in Canva. I just use it as a background. I drag and drop the product photo. And that way in less than five minutes, I can have all of my graphics for it. And then what I do is I just write out an email, letting people know some of the benefits of it, of the product. And then I tell them for 24 hours, it's this price. Like I've done half off. I've, I've also done one where the resource was like $40 and it was $15 for the day. And then I'll just schedule the social media, schedule the email, and it takes me less than an hour. And I don't do them all the time. I've only done a couple, but it's been really helpful for sales. And and usually what I do is something that's going to be popular in the next couple months, but isn't quite there yet. And that way I'm starting to get a little bit of traction on it. Exactly. And I've done, you know, flash giveaways with just 
giving away a resource. And it's amazing how many people, you know, want to enter to try to just win a resource. So if you, yeah, if you don't want to just do a deal or whatever, just give away a resource, but make sure when you're posting about it on social media, like you're asking them something or trying to get them to engage with the post, the more people that see it, the more people will enter, then more people will see it. And I found that then all of a sudden that product or resource starts selling a lot more than it was because you showed it to a bunch of people, only one person or two people or whatever you decide, win it. And then, you know, you got a lot of other people interested in it. So, you know, that's another strategy that you could do, but they don't always do well if you're just like, hey, who wants to win this? And, and you don't get them to try to engage with the post in any way, because then once nobody's engaging with it, then Facebook won't show it to anyone. So yeah. And I think that's great. Not, And I think that had done really well on Instagram this year. Facebook does well, but Instagram was doing better with those kinds of posts because a lot of people or more people, I guess, were participating in them. But yeah, posting just a picture of the resource and saying, I always say something like, follow the link in my profile, or if it's on Facebook, check out the link and then let me know in the comments what you like most about this resource. And I'll pick one person that will win it at the end of the day. Yeah. And then that way they're having to actually go to it, which means I get a lot more people who are wishlisting and following me on TPT, which I think is really helpful. And then all you're doing is giving away a resource. Exactly. I found that it's more, it's doing better on Instagram these days too than Facebook, but you know, it really just try to get them and engage with it because if you can get them to like it and comment and click or whatever, you're going to get a lot more. Um, people that see it because of that. Exactly. And I've done flash freebies a couple of ways this year that I really like. I've done flash freebies where I just send it to my email list and it's, you know, I just make it free in my store and it's just a way to get them back into my store, hopefully looking at things. I've also done flash freebies where they have to comment on Facebook on the post and that enters them into the many chat bot where it sends them the link for the freebie, but it also adds them to my chat subscribers. That's that's done well too. I found a little bit of a decline in that lately on Facebook. I'm not sure if they're penalizing those posts, but I used to get like 400 comments on those and now I've been getting 60 to 100. Yeah, they haven't been doing as well for me either, but you know, still way more comments than a normal post gets. So yeah, definitely. And and I think too, you know, if it, you're giving people things for free, that's awesome. They're going to do something when they get there, either wish list something or download your freebie or follow you. So even if it is just 40 people responding, it's still good. But there and there there's so many different ways to do it. It just for me, I've always been leveraging whatever I have the biggest audience. So lately it's been my email list and then I'll just make like I said fill in templates <laughs> for the other social medias so that I, of course, I'm still sharing on there, but most of my traffic for these promotions comes from my email list. Yes, I agree. I I use my email list, but I have a lot of followers on, a lot more followers on Facebook than my email dr- list, but I get a lot more engagement from my email list because, you know, Facebook is just frustrating and doesn't really show it to people. So it's definitely helpful to use all of the avenues you have to try to get people engaging with your resources and engaging with you and and just getting people to see them. The more they see them, the more some of them will add them to wish lists or purchase them. And you just got to keep 
um, bringing in fresh people or fresh eyes on on your stuff. Yeah, and if for me too, I for a long time was struggling with what to send my email list. And so it's nice when I'm consistently doing promotions because then I am emailing them and it's not always deals. I'm not always selling them something. Yeah. Sometimes it is freebies and and sometimes it is a giveaway. And those freebie and giveaway emails get opened way more than the other emails. So it's just another thing to add to re-engage your audience to remind them that you're there and keep them in your store. So I think doing some sort of promotion at least once a month is a great idea, even if it's just something simple. So I'm going to be mapping that out. That's on my list for this week is to map out what promos I want to do. And I'm going to try to do two a month. Oh, that's a good idea. I definitely want to, I, I've been thinking about this more too. And I was looking at at least doing one a month and trying to really just do them in a variety of different ways to keep people engaged. But also I have the King Sumo thing I'm going to try out. I don't know how that's going to go, but I, I got the, the pro version. So yeah, I want to see, cause I had success with those before, but then I didn't like that King Sumo or whatever. They sent emails to the people afterwards. Yes. I remember that happening when everybody started using it. But I don't think that they do that with the pro. I have to look closer and make sure, but I don't think that they send them with the pro. So I'm hoping that's the case because I really don't like that they get a follow-up email from King Sumo that I'm using. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have to keep us updated on it. I don't love the format, like what it looks like. I think if somebody made a product and maybe it is out there that had a really nice, pretty giveaway that you could customize more what it looked like, I'd be pretty happy, especially. And I think with King Sumo, I liked getting their email address, but then the other things that they could do were not as customized. Maybe we need to make one that's specific for TPTers because I would- Yeah, we'll just make make our own. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to like merge multiple giveaway um, apps that I've I've used. <laughs> like it would be Just nice. Take pieces from each one. <laughs> yeah, because there's something I like about about all the different ones, but there isn't one that I found that I that I think is perfect. So we'll see. You'll have to keep us updated on how Consumo goes with the pro version. But just getting their email is very helpful as well. Yeah, I thought that was helpful. I like how some of it's set up. So I'm excited to try it again and try some different things this year to try to see what works best and then kind of maximize the promotions that I'm doing so that I can make the most of them. I agree. Well, we'll continue to share about this in the mastermind group at growwiththismastermind.com. So, and if anybody has some sort of promotion that they do that they've found success with, hop on there, um, share it with us. We'd love to hear what you do. And um, before we go, we have one more thing to do. I definitely want to make sure we don't forget this, but for anyone that really enjoys the podcast, we have a supporter page where you can chip in a dollar an episode at growwiththispodcast.com slash support. And we wanted to give a shout out to all of our supporters that we have not been able to thank because we recorded so many episodes in advance (laughs) for the last ones. Um, So these are our new supporters. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We have Amber Renee Boyd from Learned Lessons. 
We have Julie from the Tacky Teacher. We have Melissa from Teacher Thrive. We have Mel from Graphics from the Pond. We have Mary Wingert. We have Nicole from Handy Hanlon's Creations and Nancy Prather. So thank you all who support us. Thank you. And a special thanks too to those people who are in our Facebook group. We love collaborating with you all. If you are not a member of that, definitely join us at growwithusmastermind.com. And we'll talk to you all next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com.